Oh, that was like, yeah, that was like two years ago, babe. Padded Room Podcast coming right at your ear holes once again. My name is Darian. I am here. I'm the captain of the little pirate ship we call the Padded Room Network. Miss Monica is in the house. I'm here. She made it. She made it back. Vagina, mm-hmm. check. check. Eczema, not check. Uh, sassy workout pants, <laughs> donned and adored. I love it. Looking good, Monica. How are you this week? Good. Buddy, uh, don't know. Check. Not not check. We don't know. Possibly later. We don't later. We, we don't know where we don't know where we're going with that yeah. just yet. But uh, apparently he's still at work. Maybe he's on his way. Who the fuck knows? Uh, he's getting bailed out. You never know. Getting bailed out of of jail. Yeah. Okay. You never know. I don't think he has that kind of money. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to speak ill of the man. He's not here. Well, to he has himself. lots of women that can bail him That's out. That's the truth. Yeah. Uh, Emma, uh, Namiria, where you at? <laughs> yeah. Get in there. <laughs> Monica, what's up with you, babe? Uh, nothing Anything much. fun this week? Any altercations at the dog park? No, but it was hot August nights. It was. Did you yeah. go down and check of out the cars? Of course. Why? Man? I always go. I did I did the uh, the third, what, what do you call that there? The Christmas Carol? What is that? Uh, 13 Nights of Christmas. Oh, uh-huh. With the uh, RPD. Oh, okay. Nine felonies. Oh. 21 gross misdemeanors. Six regular misdemeanors, twenty, I think twenty-two uh, DUIs. Wow! And like nine other traffic violations. That was a very which interesting is, time. Which is actually down from previous years. Oh my! Were you here <clears throat> the 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 hot August nights that we had the big riot downtown? I was not at the riot, but I do remember it, I want to yes. say it was like 90... I was in the Marine Corps. I wasn't here for it. That was when the like the L.A. gang members came up here. Something happened. Yeah. I'm not 100% sure. Yeah, somebody's lowrider pissed off somebody. Look out now. Yeah. Look out. I can't remember if that happened during the parade. I don't know. Because on Saturday and Sunday, they do a really big parade. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Well, they, they always do. Yes. And it always brings a lot of thugs from the Bay Area. Yeah. Which is actually... There were a lot. It's it, uh, What I found with the thugs, <laughs> and I used to work downtown at uh-huh. one of the hotels. They're actually pretty cool, as long as you don't fuck around. No, you know? they are. As, uh, as long as you make sure that uh, <laughs> they're taken care of. 
Mm-hmm. And as long as you're not like trying to be all up in their business, they're usually all right to deal with. Yeah, they're per- they're okay. There it's was ca- a lot of them down at the casinos walking around. Yeah, of course. That's and where they, they all go. always bring the wives who really don't give a shit about these you cars. You can tell they are so bored. Yes, they're pushing the stroller or yeah. walking with the kids. They usually have the little fan <laughs> thing going on. <laughs> So hot. This is bullshit. Stupid fucking cars. There was one car, and I, because I'm so shitty at remembering stuff lately. They're all the same. There, well, there was some guy who started up his car, and it was amazing to me because, you know, I grew up with the hot rods with my dad right. and everybody in my family. But, um, like, this guy started up his car, and, like, all these millennials, like, surrounded his car and were, like, taking pictures. And I'm like, Oh my god, these people like never heard a car like that. What the hell? Was it just like a They were like just mesmerized. See, I think that here's what I think is going to happen on hot August <clears throat> nights. It's slowly going to turn into the Fast and the Furious. No. We're going to see less and less classic cars, more and more <laughs> of these imports <laughs> With their uh, souped-up uh, nitrous and all that. No, crap. you people have a place somewhere else. You go back to L.A. I think it's coming, man. The hot rods have to stay. The millennials, here they come. No, I'll kick your ass out of here. She will. With your I've stupid. Sa- I've seen. I have seen her lay the smack. Fast and the Furious car. I Get saw, the hell out of here. I saw Monica put a pretty good beating on a guy with a man bun once. I've it seen it happen. It was really funny because uh, one of the dealerships parked out uh, one of the new Corvettes and yeah. Camaros, and everybody was walking by, going, "Look at this car! It doesn't even come close to my car." See? Like, yeah, there you go. Get, no. get rid of these cars. What the new ones? Yes. No. We don't need those cars. We don't need the old cars. Even though it is really nice driving a Hemi now, I put my foot down just a little bit. And You've got I'm a new like truck. Spinning tires. I'm like, holy shit, this is nice. Monica got a brand new truck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ram 2500? No, it's the 1500. 1500. Yeah. But it's a big beast. It's parked out right outside of my house right now. <laughs> is that a manual or an automatic? It's an automatic. I would love to drive a manual. Yeah. You know how to drive a manual. I. I have to really, be, like, really be focused. It is hard it to is. find a manual transmission I don't vehicle. even think they really make them unless it's a sports car. We used to have a couple at work, and I would mm-hmm. just hop in those things and just do burnouts and brodies all over the parking lot all night long. Oh, my God. We don't have them anymore. All we have is these fucking stupid... I don't think uh, they make them. Uh, Buddy's got one. His Does new, he? Yeah, his new car's a manual transmission. Yeah, there's just too much stuff going on. You need both your hands now. No, you to don't. <laughs> to do what? <laughs> to do what? To sip your latte, frappuccini, frappuccino? Get the fuck out of here with that. Come on, all right. I'm trying to do a horror show here, Monica. Yeah. Quit fucking around, will yeah. you? We got horror news. We got listener mail. We got all the usual uh, stuff we're going to talk about. Oh, I got an announcement to make real quick before oh, we get into the, yes. all that stuff. I, uh, this just in, ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> the Padded Room Podcasting Network is now a proud member of the Psycho Bunny Death Cult. Yes. <laughs> You're probably wondering what the shit the Psycho Bunny Death Cult is. That's here's, what they're thinking. Here's what it is, inmates. Um, so we were going live on Chop Block TV, and we had a great mm-hmm. and pleasant experience, very professional with everybody over at Chop Block. <clears throat> Unfortunately, Chop Block was reformatting and now i think they've gone completely away and they're going to be not even doing any i think it's basically dissolved at this point but 
myself, uh, along with some of the other talent from the, the old Chop Block list, have formed our own thing. It's called the Psycho Bunny Death Cult. Uh, you can find that on Facebook. Just do a quick uh, Google search or go to the website. It's psychobunnydc.com. You'll find us. You'll find all of our affiliates, uh, Horror for Dummies, Wicked Wednesdays, Who Will Survive. Everybody's over there, plus all the uh, talent from the old chop block. You're going to love Psycho Bunny Death Cult. Check that shit out, will you? You're welcome for doing that, by the way. Uh, we put a lot of effort into that. <laughs> oh, I'm a condescending pig. I'm sorry. All right, let's get into the regular show here, Monica. Okay. Let's do a little horror news, and then we'll spring right into some listener mail, and then maybe... Uh, a, a patty melt. We'll talk about a patty melt. Oh, okay. Which makes me hungry. Mm. Or a tuna melt. Tuna melt. Can you eat fish? You're eating fish, aren't no, you? I You're not eating not eat. fish. I don't eat anything with a brain. Okay, well, <laughs> it's funny you bring that up because if you think about it, fish, while they do have brain organisms, they don't have like a full, full-on brain. Do not tell me that because I have a fish tank. Have my. A- Fish are very intelligent. Uh, uh, <laughs> all right, all right. Well, we're gonna we're gonna not open this can of worms. Instead, we're gonna open up some horror news. <laughs> horror news. Let's get over to the Horror News Help Desk with Miss Monica. Okay, so I got a few things. Okay. So I don't know if you have this, but uh, Sylvester Stallone. Oh, you do have it. No, I do not. Oh, has met with the producers of The Purge. Okay. Purge 5. Starring Sylvester Stallone, you think? I think he's going to be in it. Dude. Have you seen the posters for the new Rambo movie? Yes, I can't wait. His face looks so <laughs> fucking jacked. Am I wrong? Look, uh, d- dude, I don't think he can... I don't know. I don't know, man. Maybe it's the steroids. If there is steroids or maybe the Botox. Oh, dude. He does not look well. You well, know? I have... I'll bring that up. He doesn't even look like himself. Because I watched okay. another Dennis Quaid movie, and okay. that poor guy is fucked up. Like, is some, he going downhill? Some shit happened to him, like health-wise. Oh, no. But Sly, yeah, you can tell he's Dude, doing the... Uh, the Botox? Yeah, or the one where they, they put pump, the fat in. Or, yeah, they blow your face up, yeah. make you look like Stop. a cat. It looks bad, man. It looks I prefer bad. the sunken look. Um... I prefer like a Sean Connery, you know, just age gracefully as yeah. best you can. You know, do like a wash your face. You know, you're going to get wrinkles. Accept that. You're going to get gray hair. It's yeah. fine. It's what happens. Yeah, he still has a killer body, so I don't know why yeah. he's so self-conscious. Don't go crazy with the the roids and the ab implants and all that. <laughs> but dude, we know how old you are. What are you? What is he? Seventies now? I he's think? in his seventies. I believe. okay. We yeah. we understand that. It's fine, Sylvester. Sly. If you will, it's fine. He wants to age gracefully and awesome. But it's not not with that, not with all that shit in your face, man. It doesn't look good. It does not look good. It almost feels like you want to take a needle and like pop it. Yeah, because he's got like pockets. You know what I'm saying? He's got like the forehead bulge and then the cheek bulge. It looks, it does not look good, sir. It doesn't look good. I'm sorry. I, if there's any Sylvester Stallone like purists out there, I apologize. But you probably know exactly what I'm talking about. That poster looks wacky. 
He's got a wacky face. I yeah, but he still kills a lot of people. Of course he so does. That's all that matters. Is well, that's he's a killing machine. Well, of course, and that's fine. <laughs> All right. What else you got, kiddo? Uh, so I did find out Fantasy Island will be released February 28th of 2020. Okay. And I was reading that this is going to be a dark supernatural Fantasy Island. Why? I think it's kind of cool after I was reading okay. that. Okay. Uh, so you're not going to be happy is what? basically... Okay, okay, so everything's going to like spin, yes. backfire on you? Okay. Yes, it's going to be like your worst this, nightmare, uh, your worst fantasy. Then why not just call it something else? When you say Fantasy Island, your your mind immediately goes to uh, Ricardo Montalban and Herbie Villachey. De plane, de plane, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, I actually was reading that they don't have anybody set yet to play Tattoo. But let's, let's not even play Tattoo. Let's just get... Get the fuck... Call it Nightmare Island. If everything's going to backfire and it's going to have a dark supernatural thing, call it Nightmare Island. No, because you're in your head, you want to go to a place where you're going to get your fantasy, but it's not going to turn out that way. Okay, but I'm not a tourist. I'm a guy watching daytime TV, okay? And if I can tell you right now, and this is going to be a very lengthy conversation between me and my mom, she's Uh going to say, oh, Darian, that new Fantasy Island show is starting this week. It's going to be fabulous. Just like when you were a kid and you would stay home from school and you would watch it. It's going to be beautiful. I'm going to say, I don't think it's going to be the same, Mom. And then a week is going to go by. She's going to call me right after she watches the show. Oh, Darian, did you see what they did to the Fantasy Island? There's nobody falling in love or sipping Mai Tais by the beach anymore. It's all this crazy, disgusting. Uh, it all it's, it's wrong. It's all wrong. And then I'm going to have to deal with this, Monica. Okay? Think about that. Think about Darian. Hollywood, think about me and my mother and the conversation I'm going to have to have with her when the whole shit is done and over with. Oh, boy. Did you, am I the only one that had that experience? You stay home from school and watch. I watched Fantasy what, Island. What you do? It goes from uh, the bus comes and goes, and you're still in your bed, and you watch uh, The Price Is Right with Bob Barker. Oh yes. And then uh, there was what's the show on right after that? It was um, another game show. I don't know. I was Jerry Springer. No, they, you could you could the go that t- route. Ten a.m. was like Jerry Springer. You could go that route if you wanted to, and then from there you got like a light dusting of infomercials, and then the soap opera started. Yes, it was uh, All My Children and One Life to Live and then Santa Barbara. (laughs) I never watched any of that shit. I'm glad you kept up on it, though. But at some point, they would start rolling back uh, the old shit from like the the early 70s. And then that's when Fantasy Island would show up. And you'd go, oh, I should have went to school. (laughs) This This is a good excuse. This is a good... This is for my education. They put this crap on, so I don't want to stay home from school anymore. Yeah. Unless you're, unless you're a psycho like me and you have a VCR in your room, in which case you just watch uh, Nightmare on Elm Street and you hit the little repeat button so it just keeps playing oh, in an endless loop. Yes. There you go. Or or the beginning of your tape had the uh, the the screen that was you know the tracking. Yeah, you had to adjust the tracking with the little knob at the bottom. Yep, I remember that. It's funny because if like you take like a Toxic Avenger, we're going down memory lane here, Monica, and you take like a, a Toxic Avenger class of Newcomb High, which had very specific nudity oriented scenes, mm-hmm. and that you could tell I wore the hell out of that those VHS tapes because as soon as we got to that point, the uh, tracking would get all wacky. Oh boy! All right, Monica, what else you got, kiddo? 
Uh, I also have uh, the new Nicolas Cage movie. Okay. Color, oh, Color Out, Color Out of Space. I like it. That's an H.P. Lovecraft. I know. I was reading that. Yeah. That is so weird for me to say that name. Color Out of Space? Yes. Why? It's just so weird. It doesn't sound right. It doesn't. But uh, Out of Space Color. I don't know. Color Out of Space is what it's called. (laughs) It's... um, Well, let's see how they do with this, because you can go a lot of different routes with H.P. Lovecraft, Mm -hmm. and uh, I don't know, I mean, I assume that they're going to try to stay as close to the source material as possible. Um, They're going to need a special effects budget, I can tell you that right now. Well, I saw some of the pictures of it, and it looked pretty cool, Mm -hmm. So, but I didn't read, like, I didn't want to see what the movie was about. I was like, okay. Want me to tell you what it's supposed to be about? You can tell me what it's supposed to be about. There's going to be a dimensional rift in the New England uh, forest. And some things... Think. Um, here's, here's what you probably didn't know, or maybe you did. Stephen King borrowed a lot from um, H.P. Lovecraft. Oh, okay. And uh, not only him, but Richard Chamberlain and uh, Algernon Blackwood. But... Um, mm. Think like The Mist. But I, I can see it already. The millennials are going to be like, oh, they ripped off The Mist. There's a thing and the creatures oh, are coming through. Oh, okay. Okay, Color Out of Space came dec- almost a full century before The Mist. Yeah. Did, you fuck faces. Yeah, so, before their parents were even born. Before yeah. Stephen King's parents were even yeah. born, for Christ's <laughs> sakes. But um, that's basically, there's like some intrigue and people are trying to cover it up and stuff like that. But that's what it's going to boil down to. Hmm. Uh, we'll see. We'll see yeah. how, how it works out. Well, it's supposed to be uh, premiering in at the Toronto International Film Festival. Psyched for that. And then uh, I think we're going to get it September 5th. Okay. Yeah. Right on. And then uh, I was telling you about uh, Skin Creepers. You were. Yes. They said it's uh, The Exorcist meets The Evil Dead. Now, you've already seen it? I've seen the trailers. Oh, just the trailers. And I think you're going to really like this. Okay. Because it's a possession that happens during the filming of a porno. Woo! (laughs) Woo! Right? You had me at porno. I'm like, are you kidding me? Uh, Actually, you lost me. And it's German. Oh, it's German. Yes. Uh, You lost me. Here's here's the problem (laughs) I have. All right. Let's, Let's break this down to its... To its play-by-play here. Uh, these days, in 2019, we have things called X-Videos uh-huh. and uh, U-Porn and RedTube and f- f- hundreds of free porno sites. Uh-huh. Okay? Not to mention, I can just do a Google image search on whatever it is that I'm trying to beat off to at any time. Right. I don't... I, I mean, I get, I like having a little nudity in my in my uh, horror, uh-huh. but the the gratuitous stuff is kind of lost. Plus, I'm 41 <laughs> years old, Monica. You know, uh, if I was, I think a lot a lot of the the need for nudity in horror harkens back to nostalgia because most of us at my age or in my age group at least got turned on to horror in our you know early teens, 12s, you know, things like that when we didn't have access to pornography. Right. So you had to go and you had to find yourself a yeah. uh, a uh, uh, Toxic Avenger and you had to adjust the tracking because you beat off to that scene mm-hmm. 25 times yes. and stuff like that. But now that we're past that, and even kids mm-hmm. these days don't need to go to the horror section. They just go to RedTube or... <gasps> Uh, u or whatever the hell <laughs> you know we don't we don't necessarily need it anymore 
it's nice. You know, I'll take a boob flash. Uh-huh. I'll take a, uh, you know, the, the shower murder scene. That's always fun. Mm. But you don't need it. You don't need the gratuity, I don't think, anymore. And when you do that, take a mm. movie like uh, Don't Fuck in the Woods. Have you seen that? Oh, I Yeah. A it's, while back. It's dog shit. It yeah. is complete dog shit. Yes. And it is based, um, the marketability of it was based entirely on all the nudity. And you do get to see some pussy lips in it, and that's well and good. But we don't need that anymore, really. I would prefer a horror movie. Try to scare me, you know? Mm-hmm. Try to draw me in. Try to give me, like, some psychological tension, things like that. Don't just flash tits in my face and expect <laughs> me to sign off on whatever you're doing. That's that's how I feel. <laughs> Okay. Well, I said it was inspired by true events. Oh, you're full of shit. Actually, the true events happened to a Korean family. Okay. So it had nothing to do with shooting a porn. That was making a porno? Yeah. So what Right? (laughs) I don't know. All right, you nut jobs. (laughs) And then uh, shooting is going to start next month for Tales from the Hood Part 3. God damn it. All right. You did scoop me on that one. (laughs) That's fine. Did you watch part two? No, everybody not told yet. me not to because it was so bad. Yeah, it was bad. Okay, but I will watch part three. Um, if I if part three gets like a decent fanfare, then I'll probably mm-hmm. go back and watch part two and then part. Well, part the three. only thing that I read was there. They said there was going to be a lot of um, racism in this one. Shocking. So I was like, oh come Shocking. on. Enough already. Evil Whitey strikes again. God. How dare you? You know, if it was like the last story from the first one yeah. with uh, Corbin, uh, that was, was that the, him? That was the second story. Was that the second story? the little story? puppets? Yeah, from the plantation. Yeah. yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah. But. Yeah, at uh, least got to have a story. If you're just going to call me an evil white uh, bastard, then go fuck yourself. I got better things to do. But I'll still watch it because it has a good budget. <laughs> oh, okay. I heard they're bringing uh, Clarence back <clears throat> for this one. Oh, I didn't read that. They didn't give a definite answer oh, okay. on who was going to be the... I like David Keith. I yeah. Th- I think I would actually take him over Clarence, but Clarence He's was so the original. mean, though. Who? David Keith? Yeah. Remember... Uh, what yes. Was it? Um, um, you know what I'm talking about. Um they live? No, uh, that was a, that was a great one. Uh, um, uh, the the double uh, headed dildo, um, Requiem for a Dream. You seen that one? Oh, it's been so long, I can't even remember. Oh, that movie. he does some things to Jennifer Connelly that are oh, uh, pretty <laughs> pretty wacky. He, yeah, he would scare me. <laughs> me too. Yeah, yeah me too. <laughs> scare me. And then last, uh, Michelle Williams has confirmed that she is coming back for Venom 2. Okay. And she said she's hoping for some more Lady Venom scenes. I like that. I thought that would be pretty cool. I like a Lady Venom. Mm -hmm. Uh, Andy Serkis, I believe, is is tapped to direct it. Yes. I don't know what the fuck is going on with this Marvel Universe anymore. You know what I mean? I don't really care. I know we're getting into. I, I don't. I mean, <laughs> one of these days I'm going to get caught up. I mm-hmm. think I haven't seen a Marvel movie since um, Doctor Strange. I think was the last one I saw. Or oh. Infinity, not Infinity War. The one uh, mm-hmm. Civil War. I think. 
Okay. I got them all on Blu-ray. They buy. Uh, they come out on Blu-ray. I just go pick them up. I just don't have goddamn time. They're all like three hours long, for Christ's sakes. Oh, I only like watching the ones of the characters I like. Okay. Well, they all. The problem is, is that they all spider web together. So if you haven't seen them all, then you're not going to understand why this dude's showing up for the thing with the goddamn, <laughs> yeah, there's a glove. You got to put a glove on or something. I don't know. I did hear, though, that um, Robert Downey Jr. said yeah. he's had enough. Like, uh, he wants out of Iron Man. And then I was he's like, a crazy dude, person. that made you all your money. Yeah. But I can see where he probably has enough money where he, like, wants to do other things now. I can see that. But sure. That would be okay. I would ride that train because right I like into the ground. watching him. Me too. But I don't care for him in Iron Man. Why not? I'm just not an. You just Iron don't like Man. Tony Stark. Is I... what it is. Is that what it is? <laughs> Probably. It's funny because you you take you see him pop up in like the randomest horror movies, uh-huh. like pre Iron Man. Yes. Like when he showed up in Gothica, mm-hmm. and he had like 15 minutes of uh, mm-hmm. screen time chasing Halle Berry around. Yeah. Like, That's fucking Tony Stark. Look at him. Nobody, yeah, see, nobody even I, gives a shit. I'm I don't look at him like that. I'm like, ooh, it's Robert Downey Jr. No? Yeah. What's your favorite Robert Downey Jr. movie? Weird Science? <sighs> uh Back to School, perhaps? No. Um Uh it's to me, I think the best was uh oh god, less than zero. Oh, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. Yeah, he did a great He is. I he did that was probably the real him in Probably. That movie. Not a lot of acting involved there. Just him following yeah. him around. Yeah. So weird. But that was really good. He's a good actor. Ooh, sucking I like him. cock is hard. Ooh. I mean, for a man to do that, I you know. know well, I drugs. mean, I don't think he actually did it. <laughs> no, but you never know. I and I would like to keep it that way, please. <laughs> Woo! That all you got, kiddo? Yeah, that's all I got. Hey, let's go to Malaysia and uh go to a theme park with a Sharknado attraction. Nah. Uh, yeah, huh? Oh god. Okay, might be fun. I don't know. It doesn't say exactly what it is. It could be a roller coaster. Yeah. Or like or a man in a shark suit. That would be pretty. It's like chasing <laughs> you around in a circle. Yeah. That would be pretty silly. I th- oh, I'm God. I'm not a Sharknado fan, but I feel uh-huh. like if like the attraction would be a lot of fun. Okay. Maybe a Sharknado maze type of a deal. I could roll with it just because it's absurd. It is. <laughs> How deep into the Sharknado uh, rabbit hole did you go? I I didn't go far. Remember, I only watched like one, and then I tried watching bits and pieces. And every time I see Tara Reid, I just the Tara Reid thing. I just have to stop no, it. I, I understand that. Uh, I think I got about a half hour into the first one, and that was it for me. Uh, since Buddy's not here, I have some Funko news. Oh boy, Rob Zombie, Edgar yes. Allan Poe, and Albert Einstein are all getting Funkoed. If anybody oh gives a shit. Oh, my God. Nez probably does. Nez, uh, Chuck, everybody's <laughs> favorite asshole, Chuck. Oh, my he's God. A, he's a regular Funko freak. That's we, right. He is. We had some IT nerds at the office oh the other day. They were goodness. geeking all over each other with the Funkos. Oh, yeah. why? Because they're virgins, and uh, they haven't <sighs> discovered ladies yet. <laughs> that's that's like, uh, well. I don't know. I don't want to yeah. know. Forget it. Uh, it looks like Hot Topic will be offering a limited edition line of clothing based on the craft. 
They're going to be offering uh, replicas of the clothing that the oh, girls wore. Oh, that's cool. That'd be pretty cool. I liked what they had on. Uh, the the little schoolgirl situation. Yeah, I've uh, been looking for something like that. Get yourself to Hot Topic, mm. and then I'm going to need you to wear that to this mm. uh, podcast. Maybe I'll wear that for Halloween. Present yourself to be taken pictures of. Cool. Lastly, this uh, this this week's Hero of the Week is Danny Trejo who has uh, helped rescue a kid from an overturned car this week. Oh, I kind of saw that. I didn't read it. How terrifying is that for the kid? You're in a car accident. (laughs) You're freaking right out. You know, your parents are injured. And then uh, the car door gets ripped off and it's Danny Trejo. Yeah. You're I'm thinking I'm I've just I'm about to be abducted by a Mexican drug cartel is what I'm thinking. When you said that and I the you know who I envisioned immediately that would be scary as hell. Huh. OJ hell Simpson. Boy. Oh yeah, well, yeah. That guy. Yeah. Oh, Ron Perlman? <laughs> yes. Not as Hellboy, though. Not as himself. As himself. I would be terrified. I'd be like, holy shit. Uh, well, yeah, I could see that. Um a Michael Madsen, perhaps. Uh, basically anybody that's a regular in Quentin Tarantino movies, I think would be scary. Cause you're like, Oh shit. The cr- they sent the crooked cop to get me. Now I'm going to be human trafficked. Fuck. Or Tom Sizemore. Tom Sizemore. Well, Sir, please do not give me a line. I don't <laughs> yeah. need it. Just get me out of the burning vehicle, please. He'll be like, you'll have superhuman powers to crawl out of here. Perfect. J- you, you do that and get me out of here. God damn it. All right. So all we got in the horror news, you motherfuckers. How about some listener mail? Listener mail. Emails, voicemails, all kinds of fun stuff. Uh, let's start it off down in... Houston, Texas, with our main man, Lance. <clears throat> Hi, Lance. Lance jumping right into the Terra Dome. Give me a second here, Lance. Uh, hey, guys, you made it too easy. Pinhead leads the Cenobites to an easy victory. That is all. So I'm going to say two for Pinhead, two for the Cenobites. Thank you very much for writing in, Lance. Yeah, thank you. Two for the, yeah, looking like a blowout. Very well. Um, looks like that's all we got on the emails. We got a couple voicemails here. Oh boy. Let's get down to the, um, Spike Jones of people that call into the podcast from beautiful Alabama. Here comes Alan Chacha. Alabama. Padded room. What's up? What's up? Everybody's doing good. Uh, Terror Dome, give me Pinhead and the Cenobite. God damn it. And is Monica Slither? It sounds kind of like that. That's all I got. Y'all have a good one. Bye. Well, you're in the right neighborhood, Alan. (laughs) You're not quite there. You're a little late, if that is uh, any kind of clue. Mm -hmm. Probably not, but... uh, Let's get down to beautiful Southern California with Monica's pod boyfriend, Mr. Tom Hardy. Wow. Haven't heard from this guy in a while. Yeah, huh? where have you been? Hawaii. Probably. Somewhere <laughs> much cooler than Reno, Nevada, where we are. Hey-o. Hey-o. 
padded room. How's my favorite degenerate? What's up, Tom Hardy? I haven't reached out for a little while. We missed you. Things been getting a little, uh, a little nutty down here. So but, I heard. Uh, hey, as always, I'm always listening. Well, thank and, you very uh, much. As always, you know, podcast is great and uh, always a lot of fun. So just wanted to throw that out. Uh, do appreciate it and uh, appreciate thank what you. you guys do. It, appreciate uh, sometimes you. Sometimes helps with you know commutes and rough days and all that bullshit. Hey, we're here. Anyway. For you. On to the Terror Dome. What do you got? Hey, uh, so this is kind of fitting that you've got um, the Cenobites and Pinhead, you know, in both the Terror Domes. And then, uh, I don't know, I guess to call it your sister podcast there, um, Tim and uh, Jaleesa there with the Horror for Dummies, you know, running uh, Friday the 13th <laughs> versus uh, Hellraiser franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a pretty easy one, guys, and you really start to think about it. Anyway, I'm sorry. Let's get on to the Terror Dome. Um, so we've got uh, Pinhead and uh, Jigsaw. Yeah. You know, I think people give Jigsaw a little too much credit. Really? Uh, that guy, smart guy, all that stuff. Yeah. But, uh, come on. In the end, what's, what's his trap going to be, you know? He's going to trick somebody to trick Pinhead to go into the uh, box. Pinhead always comes back. So, That's true. I'm going to go pinhead on All that. Right. And, uh, Firefly, Firefly family. Mm-hmm. I think this actually could be a great 15 minute, 10, 15 minute like YouTube video. You know, because I could see the Firefly family uh, having a couple of laughs, and uh, uh, you know. Oh, I think it could be a great, like I said, 10, 15-minute video. But in the end, the Cenobites are tearing right Of course. The uh, They're rednecks. Anyway, uh, I got other things, but, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get back to you all later. Okay. Uh, so that's all I got for now. Love you like family. Bye now. Love you Bye-bye. too, Tom Hardy. Missed you, sir. <clears throat> all righty. Let's take a quick peek at the old junk folder. Mm, looks like that's it, baby doll. Do you have anything for Tom Hardy, Alan, or Lance? Thanks, guys. Absolutely. Thanks Thank you, for guys. sticking with us hey. through the hot summer days. And the, uh, yeah, the hot August mm-hmm. nights. Mm-hmm. And uh, whatever's going on in Houston, Alabama, or uh, Southern California. <laughs> yeah, what's going on? I don't know. People aren't <laughs> listening to... People have... You know what it is? Everybody else has a podcast now, and they are f- much better than ours. So, I'll be honest with you, Monica. I've listened to them. They, they're, they're much better than They're us. at the lake. Everybody's having a good time outside. Which is where we should be mm-hmm. and what we should be doing instead of sitting in front of microphones, man. We should be out, like, sitting around the lake doing a live show. I should be roasting wieners on a, hot, on a, on a barbecue. Yeah. Is what I should, well, and, like, weird tofu wieners for you. Whatever yeah. you eat. What do you eat? For, do you eat hot dogs? No. No. But the, do you do like the tofu hot dogs? No. Do you do like the weird meat substitutes? Fuck no. Why not? You know what? I am so sick. What's oh. wrong with the meat substitute? I, you, Have you tried one? I don't want to try the Beyond Burger. Why not? And I am like so sick of the vegan groups because I like give them shit. Yeah. Okay. Here's my theory. Okay. If you are so freaking hard up for a Beyond Burger because it tastes like the real deal. Okay. Why the fuck are you not eating meat then? I don't know. Because. I don't understand any of this. 
yeah, if you want to eat meat, just keep fucking eating it. Don't yeah. give me that bullshit. I'm not eating it for the animals. Yeah, because you got a hard on for eating fake corn dogs and fake Beyond Burgers that I hear really smell disgusting. I'm sure they do. And now Burger King is selling it. And uh, Del Taco also. Del Taco. Beyond Burritos. Subway. I don't want it. I don't want I don't ever it. sit here and go, God, guys, I could really use a, a sausage right now. Or I could really <laughs> use some bacon. Oh, but I'll eat fake bacon. Uh, I don't know, dude. If you, I don't Whatever. Whatever, man. Yeah. Have you tried one, though? No, I don't want to either. What? So what? why not? Because you just don't have the... I know. First of all, they. I've heard that it's like bloody. Really? Like it's like the like, like they're greasy? really mimicking a fucking burger. Burgers aren't bloody. Well, they they're saying when I mean, they're you greasy. cook it, like it's bloody raw. It can be, yeah. And it has a certain odor. Okay. And that just it doesn't even excite me. All right. Yeah. Uh, okay, it, that's going to be our next food challenge. <laughs> Will you, will you try one for the oh YouTube channel? Oh, my God. Let's do it. What, what do you want? Burrito? Burger? What? Tell me. Wow. We're going to do it. Too. You don't I have will, to eat the whole thing. I will do it for the challenge, but okay. not because I'm like over here jonesing. No. Going, oh, my God. I need to have some No. Meat. We'll do a disclaimer. Say Monica's doing this under protest, <laughs> but it's not meat, so you can't eat it, right? Yeah, you can it's eat not, it. It's not meat, so I will be doing it under protest. Probably tastes like feet or something. Yeah, you'll probably be the first one to puke from can't the do smell. It. Give me another Reaper pepper. I'm not, I can't do this <laughs> yeah, shit. Yeah, exactly. All right, you goddamn maniac. You ready to go live on the Psycho Bunny Death Cult? Yes, let's Are you ready do to this. get into a uh, fucking tossed salad of a movie? Oh, yes. Woo! Body melt coming at you. Woo, body melt. Welcome to Terra's new dead end. The first phase is hallucinogenic. The second phase is glandular. The third phase is... Body melt. He was one healthy dude. Unnaturally healthy. Now, I'm talking new drugs here, right? I'm talking 90s, man. Cognition enhancers. Designed to take your mind into new intra-phenomenological dimensions. In Sleepy Pebbles Court, something deadly is happening. All of that build. Target number one. One by one. Move no family. They're dying. Now this man to be prepared. Cheryl and Brian Ram are with his pregnancy. Because nothing can prepare you for the horror. Up until their birth, babies are the ultimate parasite. The madness. Something is wrong. The fury. What is this? A new age of human potential has dawned. Body melts. Pray they don't visit your street. Got any good drugs, by the that's right, inmates. We're talking about Body Melt. Uh, it's from 1993, written and directed by Philip Brophy. This one stars Gerard Kennedy, Andrew Diado, and Ian Smith. It got 5.2 stars on IMDb. I'm going to be honest oh. with you. 
It, that, that's a little high. Yeah, it I feel is. Like. What did street trash get? Do you remember? Uh, I could tell you. You want to know? Yeah. You want to know what? It, I would have gave it a five. I think street trash could probably coming in about a four point six. It oh, got, no. that is unfair. It got six point one. Okay. It's a full point ahead of okay. body melt. Good. And good. Hold that thought. About six years ahead of body melt, also. So this was hmm. a. Um, I like uh, to think of it as a uh, failed attempt. I like to think of it as a love letter to, to street <laughs> trash. An Australian love letter. Because hmm. street, tra- street Trash is a better movie. This movie, all over the fuck... I'm going to have a hell of a time explaining this to you because... Whew, this movie is on Percocet or something. And the women <laughs> in this movie. Whoa. This movie is rated <laughs> AO, which I believe is a Australian rating thing. I assume it means adults only. Uh, there is some nudity involved. Yeah, right off uh, the bat. Right, coming right at you, and it's oily and sweaty, and I don't know that I approve of this particular nudity. I'm usually a fan of female nudity in horror films, mm. as we discussed earlier in the podcast, but this one... Uh, Not so much. What was wrong with it? Um, I don't know. She was... Uh, what? Okay, first off, there's there's drug needles involved. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't approve of that. <laughs> I don't approve yeah. of that. I don't, I don't care for that. Especially when it makes it hard to spank to a needle naked. Dude, you're getting into intravenous things mm-hmm. with your sex scenes, and it's they're on a leather couch. No, it's not on Netflix, Connor. Uh, Connor, go to Tubi TV. That's where I found it. That's where, where did, I watched it. Too. Tubi TV. Oh. Is that where you got it? No. Yeah. Pirate ship. Yeah. Criminal. She's a criminal. criminal. Yeah. She's a criminal. If you watch it on TV, TV, there is commercials. There is commercials. It's fine. But you they know. don't edit anything. The commercial's a good opportunity for you to see what else is on. <laughs> That's right. This is, uh, this, is, this is bad business. All right. Anyway, uh, so we're going to start this movie off. We're in Australia. The whole thing's Australian. The um, movie starts off with like a commercial for something called Vimuville. Mm-hmm. That is a, um, I guess we could call that a spa resort type of a the deal. Yeah. Fitness oriented. It's like a, uh, you're going to go there, you're going to get in shape, they're going to give you some healthy food, you're going to leave there feeling like a million bucks is what they're trying to sell you on. Mm-hmm. Um, Stevesy's in the house. What's up, Stevesy? Hey, Steve. So it's it's looks like a 90s infomercial. You know, mm-hmm. you got the hot chick walking you through the thing. She's showing you all the treadmills and the swimming pools and all that horse shit. Mm-hmm. And then we cut to uh, this very strange I guess it was a sex scene. Um, there was a, a naked guy on top of a naked lady mm-hmm. at one point. I don't know that they were going for any kind of sexual congress. or I, I don't know, man. I don't know what they're... To be honest with you, they're on a leather couch. They're both naked and extremely oily. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't care for that. I don't care mm-hmm. for the oils, and I don't care for the leather. Have you ever had sex on a leather couch? Mm-hmm. It's like having... It's like it's like you're being Velcroed mm-hmm. to the upholstery. Ooh, and lots Yeah, of but that's oil. why you got to have oh, the oil. Yeah. 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 Then you can... It's like slip and slide, slip and slide yeah. with a boner. Is that yeah. what you want? You want me to chase you around a slipper, slip and slide with a boner? <laughs> That's not what I want from you. Yes, it though. is. <laughs> <laughs> sack of shit. I, I know your tricks, buddy. <laughs> you want to try that out, Darren? Let's go. Re- <laughs> hey, we got time. And a front lawn. Uh, Re- Rebecca, you have some notes on the uh, on the body meld. I'd love to, by all means, regale us. In the meantime, um, it's a weird thing because they have sex. And then post-coitus... Post, uh, she injects him with something, mm-hmm. uh, willingly, mind mm-hmm. you. He does not have any objections to the mm-hmm. injection. 
And uh, then after that, she mm-hmm. makes a phone call, still naked, still oiled up, still mm-hmm. sitting on the leather couch. Yep. And uh, she calls somebody, and she's like, yeah, he's not going to get very far. I shot him full of this X-39 stuff, enough to kill a cow. Mm-hmm. My guess is he's, he's going through our computers right now, which is exactly what this naked guy mm-hmm. is doing. Now, I can't tell you the names of either of these characters. And to be honest with you, it doesn't they, matter. they don't fucking matter. No. All right? It's... it's uh, Corporate business lady and naked Just guy. call her Julia, because she reminded me of Julia. Julia from Hellraiser? Yes. Yes. <clears throat> yes. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree completely. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say more attractive than Julia from Hellraiser. I would agree. Oh, yeah. You think so? Yes. I do not understand the appeal of Claire Higgins in Hellraiser. Mm-mm. She had a Beavis haircut. <laughs> oh, yeah. Queen bitch from the star. All right. That's a whole other podcast. Yeah, whole right other show. We'll get into that later. We'll do a, a Hellraiser retrospective. <laughs> All right, anyway, uh, so from there, we, we basically see this naked guy doing some industrial espionage on Vimeuville. He's going through their computer programs. Mm-hmm. He's still naked, and uh, he's pirating data or something like stealing things from the computer. Mm-hmm. And since this is 1993, we get a... Um, it reminds me of Paperboy. A little bit. Uh, there was also a virtual driving game yeah. that was very similar. So... I don't know what the fuck is going, but he's, he steals a file from the computer that is like a virtual tour of a cul-de-sac in a suburban neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Pebbles Court is the uh, the name of the street, mm-hmm. and uh, it basically via this virtual reality thing, it takes you to the end of the the uh, cul-de-sac, and then you it like mouse over the different houses. It tells you who's in the house and what's going on mm-hmm. uh, with them. This should teach people not to trust free samples in the mall. Or if they come in the mail, Rebecca, because apparently that's how this went down in this particular neighborhood. So uh, he's like, oh, I got all I got all the information I need. I'm going to get the fuck out of here. So he throws some clothes on, goes hauling ass for the front door of this building. Find out they're like in an office building type of an environment. Um, jumps in a car and goes hauling ass towards Pebbles Court, which is the address and the names that he found. Okay, excellent. Um, now we're going to cut to Pebbles Court. Mm-hmm. All right. It's a cold, it's a weirdly out of place cul-de-sac. It's like one street ends in a cul-de-sac, no other houses around. Like maybe they're thinking about building more houses. Mm-hmm. They just haven't gotten to it yet. Or I don't know, man. But, uh, to make a long story short, the Vimuville, whatever you want to call it, is experimenting on this particular, um, cul-de-sac. Mm-hmm. Rebecca got a message restricted. What the fuck do you suppose that means? Oh, I don't know. Rebecca, I don't know what you did. Maybe she sent us a dick pic or something. I'm not sure how this film, film is, is considered, considered a body part film. She picked it. Blame her, not it, me. Well, it will have to do with there's, body. There's part. some <laughs> yeah various body parts involved. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so. Uh, this guy's hauling ass. We cut to Pebbles Court. We get to meet some of the, the neighborhood cronies there. Um, in one house, we got a a dude that is really into running, but he feels the need to dress like one of the village people before he does was so. Was this you? Yeah, absolutely. In the 90s? I have, I have, well, in the 90s, I was, I was in junior high, but I have that exact outfit in the closet right over there, and I have the big stupid headphones. Uh, we also have... Um, a, like a bachelor type of a guy who works for a radio station. We have two kids whose parents are gone. We have a pregnant couple. And then we have the family from uh, Halloween 3, I felt like. Yeah. Right? 
the the tourist family. So that's all. What now? Apparently, everybody in this neighborhood or this particular cul-de-sac has been inundated with various Vimuville paraphernalia and free mm-hmm. offers and all kinds of fun stuff, and they're all just pumped for this Vimuville crap. So. We're going to cut back to our uh, the, our escapee, the guy who's trying to who's racing towards Pebbles Court. He stops at a gas station. Now, whatever the fucking drugs were that got pumped into his system, they're starting to take effect. Oh man! Um, mm. He's like foaming at the mouth, and he's like, and he's got the shakes, and he's sweating. And for some Pay reason, for gas, laundry detergent, weird like cuts and gashes <laughs> are opening up on him all mm-hmm. of a sudden. Yeah. What the hell kind of a drug makes your skin open up into? Whatever, it doesn't matter. Not a good one. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Apparently, the antidote for this shit, though, is laundry detergent. Because mm-hmm. he uh, goes in and steals some laundry detergent from the gas station mm. and tries drinking it and then tries squirting it into his uh, mm. various lesions and things like that. Mm. It's disgusting. Yeah. It's a pretty nasty It's a whole new version situation. of Tide Pod right there. Why would you do that? I mean, <laughs> uh, th- th- I'm perfectly willing to write off all of the... Uh, it was probably soothing. For the, why? How is that soothing? Well, if it's you're, laundry detergent. If you, I don't know. It could work for some people. All right, you're <laughs> and you're in the medical the medical field. Don't go to her hospital. I'll tell you right now. <laughs> yeah, don't come to my hospital. Mm. You'll get infected for sure. Or you'll get some Tide Pods coming <laughs> at you. All right. So he goes and he gets to the... And then he get, hops back in the car and he starts hauling ass towards Pebbles Court again. Okay? Hi, Landry. Now he's flying through the... Pretty yeah. soon the cops are on him because he's like breaking the, the speed limit. They're chasing him down to Pebbles Court. Mm. Um, he doesn't stop for the cops. He just keeps going. Eventually... Mm-hmm. Like his throat opens up. By that I mean he like gashes in his oh, neck open right up, which is mm-hmm. disgusting. And uh, it's like it's almost like somebody slit his throat or something because he starts bleeding out just as he's hitting Pebbles Court at top speeds. So he naturally smashes into another parked car and goes mm-hmm. flying through the windshield and expires probably right there on the spot. Uh, once he's dead, though, you see like these weird tendrils come out of the gashes. And do like a and then go right yeah. back into his body. That was weird. Then the cops show up and they're like, "What the fuck is this guy's problem? He's speeding all over the place. He crashed into the what was it like a moving guy's van was there? Yeah. Crashed into that. So they're like, they're like, okay, we need statements from every. All oh, the whole neighborhood comes out to see what the hell's going on. They're like, we need statements from everybody, and uh, we're gonna need to talk to witnesses and stuff. The two kids come out. These guys are a couple of atypical '90s meatballs. Um, it, no, Scarlet. The effects aren't very good. They're bad. This. They're yeah. bad, Scarlet. You mm-hmm. can you can stay away from this one. Yeah. Um, is it just me, or do Australian kids love American sports? Tim, is that a thing over there? Because these kids were decked out. Oh, that's how it is in Hungary. Is it? If you have Nike or Adidas, Boom. oh my God, they look like they're in the Olympics. It's but like, that's what these kids look that? like. Yep. Uh, Chicago totally. Bulls sweater, mm-hmm. St. Louis Cardinals hat. <laughs> Um, I think one guy had like a Phoenix Suns thing going on. I don't know, man. Maybe it's an Australian thing. But they're decked to the nines. Look just like typical 90s kids. Uh, They come out and they give some horseshit story about, oh, our parents are gone and we're going to go camping and we got to get out of here. And then the cop tries to talk to the DJ guy. And the DJ guy's like, I can't can't hang out, man. I got to go pick my friend up at the airport. He's like, all right, I'll talk to you later. 
So basically, the cop just kind of lets everybody go without mm-hmm. any statements at all whatsoever. Shitty cop, really. Right. Um, so that's great. Now we're going to hang... Here's one of the problems I had with this movie. Who the fuck is the main character here? We're all over the place with this entire neighborhood. Oh, yeah. So, for the time being, we're going to be mm-hmm. hanging with our DJ guy. The guy, that, the bachelor dude that works at the uh, radio station. Mm-hmm. He goes to the airport to pick up his friend. Uh, before he leaves, though, he goes through his mail and sees this Vimuville place. has sent him some sample packets mm. of, uh, like, um, I don't know, like a vitamin mix type mm-hmm. of a, yeah. to, uh, amount. Mix. It, it amounts to some green fizzy shit. Yeah. But he's like, oh, it's free. I'm going to go ahead and check it out. So he makes himself a glass of this green crap. And uh, all right, there you go. So he drinks it, uh, goes to the airport to meet his friend. <laughs> this is where things start to get a little wackadoodle, my friends. Oh, yeah. He's hanging around the airport. <laughs> and as we learn from the guy in the high-speed chase, uh, the Vimuville vitamin mix is basically some kind of a contagion. And it works in three separate parts. First first part is hallucinatory. Mm-hmm. Second part is glandular. Mm-hmm. And the third part is fatal. So if you get if you live to part three and you haven't driven yourself off a cliff or something like that, it's going to kill you anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now he's got the Vimuville mm-hmm. Vitamix crap in him. He's starting to hallucinate. hallucinate. Mm-hmm. Now, I've never done hallucinogenics. I would like to at some point. But this guy gets the world's shittiest hallucinations. Uh, first, yeah. he thinks there's a homeless lady sitting across from him, staring at him. And he's like, hey, how's it going? And then she disappears. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, fuck. That really sucked. And uh, his friend that he was supposed to pick up stands him up. So now he's just hanging at the airport. Uh, so he goes to the airport lounge because he wants to pay $23 for a diet iced tea. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's sitting there. And then his next hallucination, which is even worse than the last one, is um, I'm going to say a domestic abuse survivor yeah. that is also homeless and looking for a place to stay and has a bit of an attitude problem. <clears throat> oh, yeah. So he's like drinking his $23 iced tea. And he, like, looks around, and he looks over, and there's a young lady sitting across the table from him all of a sudden, and she has been beat to shit. Oh, yeah, she has. Swollen face, scratch marks, bloodshot eye, and she's chain-smoking, and she's like, I need a place to stay. And he's like, uh... And then she disappears. So this guy is fucked up. Uh, What? Okay. Here's why I don't do hallucinogenics. Horror movie crap all over my house, right? If I start hallucinating, I'm probably going to think that she's some kind of a succubus mm-hmm. and he's a werewolf and I have to kill both of them. Otherwise, they're going to get me first, right? Yeah. That's why I don't do it. Yeah. So what's going on in this dude's life to where all he sees is battered women is what I got to wonder. Yeah. He's just, there's something wrong with there's him. There's definitely something wrong with him. Mm-hmm. I think he's been working out at the uh, gym hitting the female heavy bag or something. Yes. The one with boobs on it. I concur. I don't know, man. It's It's weird. <laughs> Uh, so now he's like all fucked up. Oh, all right. All right. That's very strange. Now we're going to cut to the two kids. We're all over the fucking place here, guys. Mm-hmm. Two kids have left their house and are driving to their, um, well, they think they're like going, they, they told the cops that they're going on this weird camping trip to a mine, yeah. which is strange. Uh, turns out via this road trip, we're going to find out that they're actually headed to the Vimuville 
testing facility or whatever you want to call it. And the reason they're going there is because they've been sent some kind of literature with the promise of a free stay, free weekend, luxurious resort. And apparently mm-hmm. they're looking for sperm donors at the Vimuville testing facility. And that's why they're going there because Hey-o. they are hot to trot <laughs> and there's going to be hot ladies and they need some sperm. And these two, uh, right. Fucking 16-year-old kids are going to lay it down on them, Monica. Have we Monica. got some sperm for you? I got hot sperm. I got wet sperm. I got ugly sperm. I got 90s. Gross. <laughs> the short one reminded me of, uh, uh, what was his name? Christopher from Sopranos. Oh, yeah. I can see that. <laughs> That's who he looked uh, that, like. I could see that. He reminded me of Doogie Howser's best friend. Whoever, I could see that one, too. Whoever that kid was. Yeah. I couldn't oh, yeah. tell you anything. Yeah. They head to the Hills Have Eyes family. You're exactly right, Rebecca. Mm. Uh, so now this, Rebecca, maybe you can clear this part up for us. Oh, Inky Binky's in the house. Hey, Breezy. Hi. Hey, Brianna. Now, th- M- Rebecca, maybe you can clear this part up with it for us. Uh, Monica and I were talking before the show. Now, the kids are driving. They're doing fine. Mm-hmm. Everything's copacetic. We cut back to the DJ for a second, and then we cut back to the kids, and they're pulling into the Hills Have Eyes family, and mm. suddenly their front windshield is smashed. <laughs> Do you remember? Did something happen that I completely missed? No, no, no. no, no. I watched it twice. I didn't see anything. Nothing. All of a sudden, window smashed. I thought it happened at the beginning. But do you think the the high speed chase guy ran into their windshield? That's what I thought. I I would agree with that, except that there is a work van (laughs) that the car smashes into, which blocks. That car. That car. You know what I'm saying? Does like a bang, and then the kid's car is over here, so it. I don't know, man. You're looking way too much into this. I'm just, I just want to know what happened to the windshield. You know, there's going to be an insurance claim adjust, adjuster that gets involved here. At some, <laughs> well, if there were any survivors, there would be, and he would have some questions. And more to the point, the kids show up and they're like, oh, yeah, look at the windshield. Did you see that? Yeah, I don't know. It's the front fucking windshield. Mm-hmm. And all the, it's, it's the, the windshield is pretty much gone. They have like a plastic saran wrap <laughs> thing going on. In a very white trash kind of a way that, like, that's going to solve anything. I don't know what they're going for. I'm, I'm, I need to solve the mystery of the Maybe windshield. Maybe they ended up taking the guy's car that went through the windshield. That would make sense. Because they were both white vehicles. That would actually oh. make more sense, although that was never broached in the, in the movie at all. <laughs> Hey, sure, I'm glad we took the, the accident. <laughs> that, he doesn't the, need it. The we'll director it. forgot. He was like, just get in the car and go. And then they were like, oh, shit. But, but that one's got a, a windshield out. How yeah. does that even make sense? They were like, just keep it in the film. Okay. Americans are too stupid to figure that out. Not <laughs> these ones, you motherfuckers. We got you. We got you, Australia. We saw it. It doesn't make any sense. All right, moving right along. The, mis- we go. the mystery of the windshield has been solved. Sort of. Hopefully. Ish. <laughs> it was never revealed how it was smashed. I guess we'd have to watch the director's cut. It's exactly right, Rebecca. But that is a question that I feel needs answering. And more to the point, how did the kids nonchalantly not notice that their front windshield is gone? I don't. I, we're not going to waste any more time talking about the windshield. I'll Google it for you. I don't care. I don't really care anymore. It's as soon as we get done with this show, I'm, want, I'm going to erase body melt from my entire history, 
existence. No, he's not. He's going to dwell on it for like three I probably days. win. I, I'm going to send these guys text messages <laughs> yeah. for the next week. I got the it. fucking windshield. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? I watched it three more times. I can't even tell you what. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so they pull up to this gas station, which is in the middle of the Australian outback. Or, as Rebecca so eloquently put it, hills have eyes country, because that's exactly where we are. We have ourselves some inbred slash radiated mutants slash just deformed people. And it's a family of them, and they are uh, hanging around this gas station. You got... The dad, who's got like a weird, like puffball skin tumor thing it over here, reminded me of Michael Roker. I could see that. Yeah, I think, yeah, a little bit. Uh, le- much less attractive, Michael Ro- Roker. Yes. By the way, um, we have two. Uh, could be boys, could be girls. Uh, they're very large individuals, and uh, they're pretty ambiguous. Uh, we have a female who has a lisp and like a big hanging overbrow. She looks like a caveman. <laughs> Um, and she's horny as shit too. So she is ready to do some partying. You look out and she'll manhandle you. She's a big one. She's got some forearms on her. She will manhandle She will wrestle you to the ground. We're going to get into that. So they're like, oh shit. Yeah. Well, we're here at a gas station. Maybe they can do something with our, um, our, uh, windshield here. So the, the head guy, he's like, yeah, we'll fix your windshield. Just pull it around. So they do just that. Now they're stuck hanging here at the mm-hmm. gas station while the windshield gets fixed. Apparently, that's going to take a couple hours. Okay. All right. So that's interesting. Now we're going to cut back to our neighborhood, Pebbles Court. Uh, let's go to our pregnant couple here. We haven't touched on them yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're both pre- – well, she's pregnant. He's – I thought this was going to be our main character here because they seem the most sympathetic out of everybody. Right. Um mm-hmm. She, they got their, their packets of the Vimuville mixer crap and they're like, oh, let's check it out. It'll be great. It'll be good for the baby maybe. So they both, well, she drinks it. He doesn't. He goes to work. Well, now we know there's some bad shit going to be coming down her pipe. No pun intended. Why would you do that? It came in the mail. So? It's free. It's free. Oh my God! Why? I'm why not would you drinking? not? Because uh, she's, she's pregnant. pregnant. Uh, that's a good point. But <laughs> that's that's a good point. Hey, I'm pregnant. This stuff came for me in the mail. I should try it. I'm gonna go ahead. And, <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and drink a quart of it. Yeah. I'm sure it'll be fine. It's good for the bit. It's got Vita oh. something in the label. Oh yeah. my God! Okay, interesting. Now we're gonna cut to our DJ or um, radio station employee, whatever he was. Hallucinations are kicking back up. Mm. He gets back from the airport. The domestic abuse survivor is now in his living room, and she's like, so this is your place, huh? It's a real shithole. What are you doing living in a place like this? And he's like, "Uh, you know, I just got divorced and stuff. Uh, You take the the guest room over here, and I'll take this room. And she's like, yeah, that's right. Yeah, what a nerve. (laughs) Dude, it's clearly her... uh, (laughs) Judging by the scarring on her face... Um, her attitude hasn't gotten her very far in the world Uh -uh. to the point where she's now shacking up with random strangers that she met in an airport. Um, regardless, this is a hallucination. And I think he's starting to understand Mm. that he's hallucinating. So he's like, all right, I'm just going to go to the guest room. So he goes to the guest room and finally he gets like a hot chick (laughs) hallucination, which is a nice change. But this is where things get weird. So the hot chick comes rolling in and she's like, hey, I saw you at the airport. Uh, I gave you my my uh, beat up look because I wanted to make sure you were okay. Like she's some kind of a demon or something. 
And he's like, oh, yeah, and, you know, I'm happy to help. So she hops on him and starts giving him, like, a... What, what, it's some kind of a massage, but, it, like, on its front, and it's not really, like... She gives him, like, a little nipple t- uh, twisty, like a little boop, boop, little tweak. boop. <laughs> Incidentally, if anybody wants to see a real nipple twisty, check out our short film in which Miss Monica gave everybody's favorite asshole, Chuck, a right twisty. Mm-hmm. Gave him a bleep. Um, she, t- she does that and it's like all sexy and slow with the, the music and she's like, you're thinking maybe she's having sex with him, but she's really not because she won't, she just keeps talking to him. Mm-hmm. And then like as she's like playing with his fat rolls on his stomach, she just kind of <laughs> reaches in between one of them and like pulls out a rib and she's like, I got your rib. Ah! And then he wakes up and he's like, oh God, that was a nightmare. What the fuck? These boys were very at ease with these People running in fields, making circles in the truck. That's exactly right, Rebecca. We're going to get to that in a second. Mm -hmm. So there's some really weird shit going on uh, on and around Pebbles Court. Uh, You notice something, though. The guy who's running all the time, not a problem. Not a problem. Not a problem at all. Like, hey, try some of this. He's like, no, I'm going on a run. And then he takes off and then he comes back and everything has gone to shit. That's what's going to be my life one of these days. I'm going to come home from a run and uh, Buddy's going to be short a rib and Monica's going to be all beat up for some goddamn reason. What the fuck? Three miles. It was 30 minutes. What happened? Anyway, so the neighborhood's going to shit. Now we're going to cut back to the kids with the Hills Have Eyes family. As Rebecca just alluded to, these kids have like suddenly become best friends with the family because mm-hmm. they're like playing jokes on each other and stuff and uh, chasing each other around in the fields and stuff like that. Uh, at one point, one of the kids like throws a rock at a kangaroo. That was hilarious. Like, does a call at it. And I guess, yeah, it does like a... <laughs> and then throws a rock from like a quarter mile away, by the way. Yeah. Drops the kangaroo like a sack of shit. And then the two inbred kids go running up to the kangaroo and, like, cut its head open and eat part of its brain. Yeah. Which was kind of interesting. Oh, I thought they were going to make out there for a second, too. I don't know. I don't mm. know which way we're going with this. Um, but uh, from there, they go back and they're hanging mm. for a minute. Now, the big girl, the one that I mentioned earlier with the, the hanging brow and the lisp and the big forearms, has made it known to the smaller guy that she is horny and she's ready for action. So <laughs> this poor schmuck, who is also horny and is apparently ready to put it in just about anything, yeah. uh, starts laying the mac down on this uh, inbred uh, mutant. Yeah. He, he like rolls up and he's got his uh, sweater tied around his waist. He rolls up and he's like, should I take this off? <laughs> <laughs> so she's like, uh, let's go in the shed. So he she she takes him into the shed like this weird Rob Zombie esque like uh, yeah she says you want you want to come here I want to show you something yeah <laughs> takes him in there uh, they start making out he's thinking he's going to get himself a piece mm-hmm. uh, pretty soon she uh, first she like bites a hole in his neck and then she's like he's like oh that really hurt but it was kind of hot and then she's like what did you, what did she say you like, want to see my love box no there was like something about a la butt a put. Put it. What do you do? You want it all a butt or something like that? It was something weird and gross. And he's like, "Yeah, if that's how you like it." And then she grabs like a like a Vlad the Impaler steak and shoves it right up his ass, and it kills him. So he's out of the equation. More than once. Yes, <laughs> gives him like a good pounding with the Vlad the Impaler steak and the wreck. Don't have sex in gas stations, people. 
And if you do, know your partner. Yeah. If she looks like she came out of the uh, the Hills Have Eyes or Deliverance or Wrong Turn or any horror movie, really, and she's not the Survivor Girl, let's just move it all. Let's just move it along, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's pretty gnarly. Um, th- unfortunately, one of the the inbred t- twinsies or whatever they are saw this whole thing and goes running out screaming to the the dad figure. It happened. She did it again. She did it again. So here comes the dad and the girl, and she's like, sorry, I did it again. And then he slaps her. But the other kid sees this whole exchange, and he's like, oh, my God, they just killed my little friend. I'm going to get the fuck out of here. Where's my car? I don't know. They put it in the back somewhere. So he hops in the truck that they were spinning roadies in, and he's like, well, I just stole their truck. I'm going to take off. They did. I don't know what they did to the truck, but it only makes left turns. Yeah, so he just keeps going around in a circle, and they're all chasing him around. And he's like, what the fuck? And trying to turn a wheel. Eventually, they get him. They pull him out of the goddamn car, and that's uh, that's about it. Cave Girl, Sven. Mm. That's exactly right. Looks like a subscription was canceled. <laughs> You're exactly right, Sven. It's, it's bad. Um so that's weird, and uh, that's the end of our two uh, little '90s kids. Mm-hmm. I kind of miss them. They were they were probably the the best part of this whole movie. Oh. What do you think? No. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> all right. Then. Whatever. All right. So while all this is going on, our two cops are on the case, and they're trying to figure out what the fuck happened to this guy. They're getting like uh, you know running toxicology reports on him, and he's got all his Vitamix crap in his system and weird drugs and things like that. Got all, it keeps going back to this Vimuville place and what the hell's going on there. So now we're going to cut to Vimuville. Um, it's it's like a it's not it's almost cult esque in a weird way because all the people that are already there, like the staff, they've all been pumped full of this crap. Yeah. So they're all like super shredded muscle heads and uh, With they're high voices, very high very voice. high voices. Yeah. <laughs> Which I thought was kind of cute, <laughs> yeah. and uh, you got like uh, one or two random hot chicks that are like doing computer work and stuff like that. They're all very attractive, of course, and uh, you have that that queen bitch that was getting down on the couch at the beginning of the movie, mm-hmm. and she's being just that the queen bitch of the place. She's mm-hmm. like telling people what to do and stuff like that. So uh, the kids didn't make it, obviously. Uh, n- now we're going to cut back to um, the uh, the pregnant couple. Uh, she's starting to get the rumbly tumblies in the pregnant belly because she drank the actual Vitamix bullshit. So she's like, oh, fuck, I got to go see a doctor. So she goes and talks to her doctor, pediatrician, I suppose. And she's like, dude, I drank the weirdo Vitamix stuff. Uh, the baby's kicking like a motherfucker. I don't know what's going on. Maybe I should, uh, take a dump or something. I don't know. I don't know what you want me to do. Uh, doctor's like, no, it's fine. It's just, uh, you, the Vitamix stuff is good for you. You're going to be good. It's all good. So she goes back home and she's like, okay, sweet. Well, I'll just sleep it off then. Uh, as soon as she leaves though, the doctor that she talked to gets on the phone and calls back to Vimuville to the queen bitch. And he's like, Hey man, we got to cut back the dosage on the pregnant lady. Cause she's starting to get a little wacky. So now we know that the doctor is um, in on it, in on it, and he's kind of running the shit a little bit. And she's he's in with the uh, the queen bitch also, which is a bad sign. All right, now we're going to cut to our radio DJ. Uh, he is now having, I guess, another hallucination where the hot chick is riding him and pulling out a rib. Except this time she has like a jigsaw esque <laughs> tool bag, and it's but it's got it's full of ribs. 
And yeah. she's got like one empty slot, so she needs one of his ribs again. So she gets on him, starts riding, and pulls out a rib. Doctor gets, he's like, okay, I got to go over to Pebbles Court and see what the damage is so far. Kids are out of the house. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Halloween 3 family is still there, but they're packing up and getting ready to go somewhere. Uh, The uh, radio DJ guy, for all intents and purposes, should still be in his house. So he's like, I'm going to go check up on the radio DJ guy and see what's going on. Goes to his house. I don't know what the fuck happened to the radio DJ guy. (laughs) It excelled. Something. (laughs) <laughs> Something weird happened to this dude. He, he basically turned into the Toxic Avenger. Oh yeah, yeah. In a, but in a in a very creature of the Black Lagoon type of a way, because now he's got like big bug eyes and he's all sweaty and oily, and he's like, <laughs> and so the doctor walks in and he's like, "Hey, uh, Paul, you in here? What's up?" And then here comes this fucking thing around the corner, <laughs> and that's all he does really he's with his big eyes. Like, eh. doctor's like, uh, "You know what?" And then he injects him with something and presumably kills the DJ guy. Mm-hmm. I thought the DJ guy was going to be our our protagonist. I thought he was going to blow the, the top off the Vimuville thing. Oh, really? He went absolutely nowhere. He was dead. Half hour mark, he was out of the equation. <laughs> yeah. All right, excellent. Uh, so now um, we have our, we're down to our pregnant couple, mm-hmm. our runner guy, who is still... Crisp and clean out there, running laps. That's who I like. That me too. Yeah, uh, he had down. like three three lines of dialogue the whole movie. He's all right. I'm gonna go. Yeah. <laughs> all right, uh, and then we have our uh, Halloween three family who is pulling out as the cops are pulling in. They're like, hey, we're going to we're going to this cool thing. We can't really talk about it. They're going to the Vimyville facility because they got their free vacation on. So they're pulling out. It's it is exactly the family from Halloween three. Yeah. Uh, overweight dad, kind of pushy, overbearing mom, two kids that don't give a shit about anything and hate everything. Skater kid and a uh, what was it like a teeny bopper kind of a oh yeah with the headphones on nineties kind of uh, you know jazzercise kid whatever you want to call her I don't know so they're they're loading up in the camper and they're heading to Vimuville for their big uh, big vacation yeah all righty so let's cut back to Vimuville shall we uh, the queen bitch is there uh, two of the muscle heads like her hired thugs whatever I don't know what their jobs were. Uh, are getting kind of antsy because they want more of their vitamin, uh, Vitamix, whatever you call it. Apparently, th- once you build up a tolerance to this shit, it's very addictive. It makes you look like a million bucks. These guys look yeah. pretty good. Yeah. High vo- high pitch voices notwithstanding. Um, and they need some more. And th- she's like, hey, you know, you got your allowance for the day. Take it easy there, meatheads. <laughs> no, go. We need some Vimuville. So they're. Yeah, I know. I can't do it. My my balls have dropped, buddy. I can't I can't do the falsetto anymore. I'm 41 years old. Uh, from there, we cut to well, actually, we're gonna stay there. We're gonna note that the queen the queen bitch of the place has like a very hot assistant chick. Well, very hot by mid 90s terms, I guess. She had like the the monotard on. Remember that mm-hmm. from the 90s? That like yeah. that full body wrestling suit thing that was hot for a second and the teased hair. Uh, and she's pretty hot to trot and she's like looking for, for some action. So, uh, she goes with one of the meatheads back to his little apartment or whatever it is, his little room. And he's, uh, watching some porno and he's wanting to get on her. And she's like, okay, just hold on. I'm going to go take a shower real quick. She leaves the room. The porno is still going. This muscle head has got a raging heart on at this point and he's watching the porno and his dick just explodes. (laughs) 
He gets like a big, big bulge. You know what I'm saying? Like in the in the crotch region. And then he's oh like, oh. God. He goes to, he goes to pause, like on the blowjob scene, and then blood all over the place. And we have to assume that this guy's dead. Mm-hmm. Now that's a bummer, mm-hmm. and uh, that's why you shouldn't be messing around with, uh, you know, weird uh, boner pills and things like that. Don't look at me like that. I know you. <laughs> I know. I know what you're up to there, buddy. I'm telling you right now, this is actually an intervention. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's pretty gnarly. So one of the meatheads is out of the equation. So now our Halloween three family rolls up, and they're like, "Hey, we're here for our frame. Our frame." free uh stay here i think it was the same porno the old lady was watching that's right the old lady was watching a porno oh was she yeah oh yeah that's that was nasty that yeah that we we glazed over that part oh. the part where in the love box grandma is hanging out oh yeah and yeah. uh when the other kid goes in to find his horny friend he stumbles upon <laughs> grandma redneck who's <laughs> watching porno with like oatmeal dribbling down her chin it's so gross they oh, have gross. grandma porn they do i don't care for it it's not i know i can't believe i watched one why would you do that i just was curious i don't go any older than milf status I... that's my porno oh. I yeah. go to the MILF, and then there is GILF in G-GILF, but I don't go above MILF. That's All right, enough <laughs> about the porno. So that's that's wacky, right? Uh, exploding boners because of the Vitamix now, not to mention weird melting people and hallucinations and guys with tentacles coming out of their necks. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's nasty. Here comes our family now, and they're here for their free vacation. Uh, the assistant goes out there and meets him along with the queen bitch. And she's like, hey, welcome to Vimeoville. You're going to leave here feeling like a million bucks. we got all this cool stuff going on. Uh, free food, big, luxurious spread, you know, all healthy stuff. They sit down for a uh, meal. After that, they go to their rooms. The kid, the the little boy is like a 90s skater kid. And he's like cruising around the place. He finds his half pipe uh, out there on the grounds of Vimeoville. Now, this part has nothing to do with anything. Mm-mm. Except that we needed to get rid of this kid. Yeah. Because at this yeah. point, this family hasn't even touched the Vitamix stuff. Mm-hmm. And this kid just decides he's going to get on the half pipe and start doing the, uh, you know, the loop-de-loos and the flippity-flops and the 1280s. And, and the I love, did you notice every time he came up in the air, he was like six foot tall and super skinny? Of course. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. oh my God. Yeah. He went from 12 years old, three <laughs> yeah. foot nothing to... Uh, Probably a 19-year-old professional skater <laughs> like that. And yeah. back, which is pretty impressive. <laughs> uh, but this part is kind of wacky because this kid's out there minding his own business, having a great time on a skateboard, eats shit, smacks his face into the ground and dies. He broke his neck. Well, I know. his sister said, I hope you break your neck. That has nothing to do with Vitamix, though. No. I, f- I feel like they got that one pinned on them. For no reason whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Maybe they should have had a lifeguard on duty or something. I don't know. Is that something they have at skate parks? Is lifeguards? I don't. Probably not. Skate guards? No. Something. At least a, like a medical team. Usually it's, it's like a, a skate at your own risk. Yeah, but it, I mean, it's a it's a it's a vitamin <clears throat> health spa type of a thing. You'd think there would be at least somebody with some EMT training or something. He was wearing his helmet too. He had the shin pads and all yeah, that he had shit. It all. So uh, he just didn't know what he was doing on he the skateboard. He had a helmet on? Yeah. Yeah. Didn't oh, he? I thought he just had his hat on. Hat, helmet. <laughs> no, they had headgear is what I'm saying. <laughs> the, you know, the thought was there. It's the main thing. The idea of protecting his head. Anyway, kid's dead, mm-hmm. and it's nobody's fault in particular. Uh, 
Here's the real the real problem here. Mm. Nobody particularly liked that kid because the family sleeps like a baby that night. Yeah. They don't even ask where he is. Hey, did you see Brian? No. He got something out of the garage. I think he's in the All right. Well, we'll see him in the morning, I'm sure. We'll go to bed. So they all go to bed. They wake up the next morning. This is where things get particularly silly. Now, before we get to them, we're going to cut back to our police officers. We have our toxicology report back from the crazy driver. Mm -hmm. We have uh, the dead uh, DJ. And then we have uh, the kids that are missing. So they're starting to put this together. They're getting all these weird toxicology reports from all these dead bodies. And they're starting to link it back to the Vitamix Vimuville facility. So like, hey, we're going to take a helicopter to vi- to the Vimuville facility because we're way too cool to drive our cars. <laughs> and we're going to start asking some questions. So they go and they tour the Vimuville facility. And the queen bitch gives them the, the nickel and dime tour and... Uh, the younger cop kind of hits on her a little bit, and she kind of flirts him up a little bit. She wasn't that attractive, I didn't think. No. Even though we did get to see her naked, we could do a lot better. <laughs> um, then they get back in their helicopter and go because they think everything's copacetic there. So now we cut back to our family. This is where things get batshit crazy because um, the dad gets up, starts brushing his teeth, and he's like... I got a runny nose all of a sudden. And then he starts sneezing, and then he just keeps sneezing and sneezing and sneezing, and like snot is flying everywhere, and it's coming out of him by the bucketfuls. Now, have either of you guys ever been exposed to CS gas? No. No? You? No. Uh, Well, it's it's the the style of gas that they expose you to in the Marine Corps uh, boot camp gas chamber. It has a very similar effect. It instantly hits you with a histamine reaction that makes you just produce and vacate snot at a cyclic rate. I probably lost about three pounds of snot in that goddamn room. It's very similar to this, except I was able to maintain consciousness and not choke to death on my snot. (laughs) Obviously, I'm here to wear this stupid suit and be on a podcast. (laughs) Wow. But uh, that's basically what happens to this dude. He starts sneezing and freaking out, and then eventually he keels over, hits his head on a, uh, like a, faucet or something like that and that kills dad he's out of the equation uh mom is like what was that big thump i just heard so it wasn't me or did mom and dad have like a big age gap between them Mm -hmm. because i was like are you sure that's not the daughter yeah no uh mom (laughs) probably mom probably late 20s Dad, I'm going to put early 60s. Okay. It wasn't just me then. The gray chest hair and the gold chains. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. As if to say, I'm young and hip with my gray chest hair. All right. (laughs) So uh, mom goes in, sees dad laying on the ground, freaking out. Oh, what the fuck? Uh, goes to grab the daughter. The daughter's like, hey, let's grab Billy. We'll get out of here. Or Brian, whatever the kid's name was. They go out there and they see <laughs> Billy's dead body on the on the half pipe. And they're like, we got to get the fuck out of here. So they go and they just start hauling ass. Uh, they get to a, I guess it was, a, oh, it was like a small town nearby mm-hmm. uh, doctor's office. So they're going to grab the doctor and take him back to try to help their dad. They're in the waiting room, and they're like, Doctor, you got to come to the Vimuville facility. The, my dad just hit his head and stuff. And the doctor's like, Vimuville? That is an abandoned chemical plant. There's nothing up there. Uh-huh. Ooh. Oh, abandoned chemical plant, mm-hmm. kiddos. Mm-hmm. So the daughter is like, what the fuck? Are you abandoned? We're up there for a health retreat. And then the mom starts sneezing and freaking out. And then she spits out a 12-and-a-half-inch tongue. It just yeah. comes right out of there. Yeah. This and was the most ridiculous <laughs> part ever. <laughs> and flopping around. 
Uh, I guess she chokes to death on her own tongue or something. Because she just kills over right there in the waiting room. <clears throat> Mom's out of the equation. Daughter's like, what the fuck is this? Cut back to the cops. Now, while all of this shit was going on, plot point number 316, mm. uh, the doctor and the queen bitch of the Vimyville facility were like not getting along and right. disagreeing on everything. So the doctor has decided he's had enough of her shit. He is going to remove her from power by murdering her with a very large caliber handgun. So the doctor is racing his car towards the Vimyville facility. The police officers have put all this shit together. They're back in the helicopter going towards the Vimyville facility. Uh, they come like just like to the parking lot of it as the doctor is running in with a gun. And they're like, whoa, look at that shit. Well, that, that, that's something right there. He's got a gun. He's running in there. He's probably going to shoot somebody. Rude. Uh, so they touch down, and then the doctor is in there. Um, you know, shooting stuff. Out of nowhere, we're going to cut to the queen bitch, who's, like, there working on the computer, and she's like, do-do-do-do-do, we got a little bit, send the shipment and the thing. And then uh, somebody comes in to talk to her, and she's like, and there's, like, snot flying all over the place, oh, and her yeah. face starts melting. And the poor chick that came in to, like, bring her her coffee or something is like, what the fuck is going on? And she's like, I'm fine, I'm fine. As her face is melting off. And eventually she just kind of collapses into a puddle. All right. So now the police go rushing in. The doctor is in there looking for her with his handgun. The police go rushing in trying to figure out, okay, we're going to put a stop to this shit. Uh, the two of them kind of, you know, get into like a firefight. Well, not really. Like the doctor grabs a hostage and the, the cops have their guns drawn. They're like, hey, dude, you just fucking take it easy there. All right. So we have this re retarded standoff between these two. Now, while that's going on, we're going to cut back to the, the Pebbles Court neighborhood where our pregnant uh, couple, <laughs> the, the young lady has gone full xenomorph on us. Okay. Mm -hmm. She has hatched a for lack of a better term, a full-on xenomorph face hugger. Not only has she hatched it, but she shot it out of her vagina right into her partner's face. Mm -hmm. And, of course, well, mm -hmm. I mean, once that thing is attached to your face, really you have no option other than to just eat the goddamn thing completely, right. which is exactly what he does. Just <laughs> chews it up and eats it like a fucking man, mm -hmm. buddy. You get a xenomorph attached to your face, you eat it. That's right. Fucking chew that son of a bitch up and Show choke it down. That's right. You want you want to you want to face fuck me? I'm gonna eat your fucking ass, <laughs> son of a bitch and xenomorphs. Who do they think they are anyway? <laughs> Don't scare me. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um, get, get your hands off. Me. <laughs> so that, he swallows this weird afterbirth thing or pre-birth or whatever the hell it is. And now he's all fucked up. The chick in the process dies. Like her, her pregnant belly opens up and like steam starts coming out. She's mm -hmm. dead. Uh, so they, they, the other cops get there and the, like the EMTs and all that, they wheel her dead body out. Uh, the guy survives and they're like, he's like catatonic all of a sudden, well, as he should be. They take him back to the, um, police station and they're going to ask him some questions about what the hell happened to his, uh, fiance, wife, whatever it was. Uh, cut back to the uh, Vimuville facility. The cops have mur have killed the doctor, as they should, because he was about to open fire on them. And they're like, all right, we're going to clean this mess up and get some answers. So they bring in like a whole CSI team and they're scrubbing the place down and fingerprints and all that shit. And the cops are like, well, that's a job well done. 
they go back to the uh, police precinct office where all hell has broken out. Uh, they go walking in. The first thing they notice is that everybody's got green goop on them. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like in a panic state with their guns out and stuff like that. They're like, whoa, what the, what the fuck is going on here? Mm-hmm. The guy that ate the placenta or whatever the fuck that thing was mm-hmm. is now freaking out and vomiting green shit all over everybody. Um, I guess they were thinking about shooting him because they were all had like guns pointed at him. But really, he's just in the one dude's office, just kind of minding his own business, uh, except he's vomiting green stuff. Uh, so the, the main cop, the older cop, goes in there. He's like, okay, son, just take it easy. And the guy's just like staring at him. His face like starts pulsating. That's when you back away. And little slits start opening up. And then he's like, well, son, you better take it easy. Like, calm your face down or something or I'm going to shoot you. And then the guy's face just kind of goes back to normal. And that's pretty much the end of your movie. Right? Mm -hmm. Or did something happen with the guy's face that I missed? I had pretty much tuned this movie out by this point. I don't think so. I think there was like the slits open up and then like maybe some tentacles and then that's the end of the movie. No, the end of the movie, there was a postscript where their product was on. Like, a that's station. right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> the cops are going back to somewhere and they stop at that gas station where the detergent was. And they're talking to the, the poor schmuck behind the counter. And he's like, oh, a big mess up at the Vimeoville thing. And he's like, yeah, good thing we got it cleaned up. And as they walk walk out, they walk right past a Vimeoville Vitamix uh, display with, like, a bunch of bottles of the, the crap on it. Mm-hmm. Oh. That's the end of your movie. That is Body Melt. Body Melt. Body oh, Melt. I didn't remember that part. Well, what do you have to say for yourself? I am so sorry. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. I watched this back in the 90s, and then I recently watched it where I didn't really pay attention. It's very hard to to (laughs) stick with this, because this fucking story and this movie is all over the goddamn place. I don't know, man. It's, uh, it's... If you want to see a better version of this, watch Street Trash. At least that has, like, a cohesive storyline. Yeah. This thing is like an explosion. It's like a bukkake of weird... (laughs) melting people in just random and the random green scenes. part kind of reminded me of what was that other childish movie ghoulies yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i could see that yeah totally uh if we had a uh some somebody going into a toilet or out of a toilet you know i figured it out so they named this movie body melt because they took bits and pieces of all the horror movies that we were saying this reminds us and they just Put it together and said, body melt. That makes more sense than the actual <laughs> there movie. There you go. <laughs> and if they would have just said that, then I would be okay with it. I would not bother. I would not waste your time trying to explain this movie to you. Because I don't know how we went from a chemical to aliens coming out of your body and uh, sprouts coming out. Ten- tentacles <laughs> coming out and like giving you yeah. a face thing. Uh, yeah, I don't random know. hot chicks showing up, stealing your ribs, yeah. taking ribs out of your body. Without... Oh, we did forget that part too, where the bodybuilder with the high pitched voice. Oh was yeah, sex. where he's nailing the assistant, yeah. and I guess like just twists her head completely, yeah, just like a her. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And then, uh, and then he gets a bunch of the the creepy crud on his back. Mm-hmm. Yes. I don't know, man. Ridiculous. I don't know. I don't know what's going on here. That is body melt, my friends. Yeah. Uh, I say you can skip it. Yeah. I say you can skip it unless you're jonesing from ni- for some 90s Australian horror. 
In which case, there's still better movies out there, I'm or sure. Or you're getting high or intoxicated with your buddies and that, you want to just that would pro- laugh your ass off. That's a good one. There if you go. If you are altered in some way, <laughs> yeah. like uh, maybe you've been eating Tide Pods since 3 in the afternoon <laughs> yeah. and you want to get into some Tide Pod horror. If, horror. if you are terrified yeah. of laundry detergent, <laughs> this is the movie for you. Yeah. If... Um, if you're terrified of uh, plots that make sense, this is the movie for you. If you hate Australia, this might be a good one to check out. Yeah. Or if you like Hydroxycut, this is the movie for you. If you have a pain pill addiction. <laughs> <laughs> all right, inmates. Uh, that was Body Melt from 1993. I think we all agree that you can skip this motherfucker because yeah. mm-hmm. it is not very good. And I'm sorry that I have now wasted... 56 minutes and 59 seconds of your time walking you through this nonsensical plot, but that's what my job is. Oh, hi, man. Hey, Croft Check's in the house. Hey. Carolina Reapers or the type. I'll take the Reaper. I'll take the Reaper. Yeah, me too. We've already done the Reaper, Matt. I'm okay with that. Tide Pod, probably give me the runs. Or worse. Yeah, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing it. No. All right, inmates, we're going to take us a little break. We'll come back with some other stuff. G'day mate, welcome to Australia. Home of baby eating dingoes, 100 different animals ready to kill you, Mick Taylor, Mick Dundee, and 20 other guys called Mick. Oh, and the dumbest bloke on planet Earth. I'm Ben, and I'm here to learn about horror films. But fear not, I've come to help this poor special needs kid as I make him sit down and watch some of the greatest and not so greatest horror films out there in our podcast, Horror for Dummies. Hooray! So join us every week on the Pattern Room Network as we talk about horror films, old and new, and listen to some favorite tracks while we spray some spiders. So the question stands, where the bloody hell are ya? So jump onto your kangaroo and hop on over to the Padded Room Network.
with that hack monster. My butt won't plug itself. Oh, 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 uh, I didn't see you there. Oh, well, uh, while you're enjoying the frights for today, perhaps you would enjoy some more frights that the Padded Room Network has in store for you. Well, if just by following the links below, you could find yourself in many worlds of horror, including Wicked Wednesdays with Alan and Shelley Easterling, Horror for Dummies with Tim and Jaleesa Davis, Who Will Survive with Paul Stevenson and Marco Pastos, The Resurrection of Zombie 7 Podcast with Ron Martin and Jessica Feeney. Dark History with Sarah Nowinski. Oh, and you cannot forget the Psych Ward with Darian and Mandy. There are so many frights for you that are just waiting a click away. Oh, uh, Igor, come closer with that cock monster. My, my anal just is, uh, they're purging too much. Uh, go watch the shows. Uh, I mean, listen to them. This is a podcast. You listen. You don't watch. Plug my ass, Igor. I'm making no sense. <laughs> <laughs> Inmates, if you like what you hear, head over to the Padded Room Facebook group and support us through the patron link with a small monthly donation. Check out the T-Villain link at paddedroom.podbean.com and grab some t-shirts. Thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. And we are back. You know, I've been known to mess around with... I'm an athletic type of a dude, and I'll take some supplements from time to time. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, I do like a shroom tech before a big run from Onnit Labs. Shroom, huh? Shroom tech, yeah. Uh, cordycep mushrooms. It's supposed It greatly improves my endurance. Um, I don't... I'll take a pill. I won't take like a shake or a fizzy because that is just asking for diarrhea for me. Mm. I won't a take... Shake, huh? Yeah, and I won't take all, won't any any pills because uh, some like I tried ripped fuel back in the day, that I, that kept me up for like two days. Oh wow! Yeah, it was crazy. Hmm. You got to oh, be careful with those supplements. I'm taking hydroxycut right now. That's pretty much the same thing as ripped fuel, man. I don't feel anything. Really? Yeah. Diarrhea? No. Okay. Doesn't keep me awake. It doesn't... Well, then why bother? Well, it helps with my appetite. Yeah? Yeah, like I I don't get hungry, so... Dude, we got to fatten you up. No, I'm you're, already you're, fat. You turn sideways and we can't see you, Monica. Yeah, okay. No, okay yourself. <laughs> yeah. Because you need to be on a diet. I don't think then so. Then my scale is broken. <laughs> yeah, you weigh all of 18 pounds. Get the hell out of here. Yeah, you're not supposed to buy an ounce. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> She's on one of those drug dealer scales. Yeah. <laughs> She's got to move the little weights on the side. 
What size bag do I need to sleep in? Oh, <laughs> I just I just put on four ounces. God damn it! I better hit the gym. <laughs> you guys are insane. Are you ready to get into the Terra Dome, my friends? Yes. Let's do it. No tears, please. It's a waste of good suffering. Started off with last week's winners, shall we? In oh, yeah. singles competition, we had John Kramer, the Jigsaw Killer, versus Pinhead. The mechanism sprang free, opening the toy maker's box. John Kramer, believing himself safe, watched the events from the closed circuit television. The demon, however, knew the difference between hands and desire. Kramer, glued intently to the events on the monitor, never knew the presence in the room with him. With a vote of 6-2, to two, Pinhead advances over the Jigsaw Killer. Buddy, mm. who do you think would have won that fight? Mm. We never got your votes from last week. I would have chose Pinhead. That seems like an obvious one. Monica and I both, put, both picked uh, Jigsaw. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Mm. So, fuck us anyway, <laughs> I guess. Nobody cares what we have to say. And for the first time ever, I don't have to change the theme music. Let's take a look at the team's competition, shall we? Mm-hmm. The room fell dark and silent. The miscreant family believed at first that the surrounding law enforcement had cut the power in an attempt to end the standoff. Then the four figures appeared, followed by hooks, chains, and pain on a level beyond understanding. With a vote of 8-0, to zero, the Cenobites advance over the Firefly family. All right! You would have taken the Cenobites. Oh, of course you had. You have to. You don't, <laughs> don't, don't be silly. Let's take a look at this week's matchup, shall we? <clears throat> we just closed out the Asylum Conference. We're now in the Inferno Conference Singles Division Round 1. Jesus, All right! Jesus hey, Christ. <laughs> Modern technology. That is fucking fuck. (laughs) As usual, inmates, bear with me. I'm not very good at reading my own handwriting. Asylum life was daunting and restless. He deserved to be there, of that he was sure. But the punishment fitting the crime made the punishment no less harsh. They said it was for his own safety and well-being. Norman Bates knew better. 
He was there because the judge found him to be hapless and unsuitable for prison life, a harmless young man that needed help. His character had worked, his charade had worked like a charm and had lasted over two decades. The last couple of years have been stranger than most, however. More and more teenagers being checked in, most suffering from insomnia and various side effects thereof. Lately, however, they all share a common psychosis, a steadfast belief in a certain local legend. A long-dead and immolated child murderer has returned from the grave to torment them in their dreams. Norman was just beginning to research the mythology when the teenagers began to die. Singles competition, we have Norman Bates versus Freddy Krueger. Buddy, what do you think? Oh, Freddy Krueger. Of course. Monica? Freddy Krueger. That's three for Freddy Krueger. I don't see Norman Bates killing anybody other than his mom, really. No. Or kids uh, at a hotel. Yeah, maybe like a uh, ghost face or something. I don't know. That's, even that's a stretch. Let's take a look at the team's competition, shall we? Yeah. There is a natural balance in the world. That balance usually has a way of writing itself, but from time to time needs a helping hand to move things along. That's where the wolf pack of the open north came in. Werewolves of the most dangerous type, the type with money and influence and righteous indignation, the kind that do whatever they have to to keep the great white north pristine and free from environmental hazards, all of which made the incursion of the unnaturals so offensive. For how long the night breed had been homesteading beneath Midian, no one could say for sure. What they could say was that they had to be removed, either driven out or preferably exterminated altogether. After the incident involving the Dwyer Police Department and the local rubes of Sheer Neck, the pack would move in quickly to hunt down the survivors and those fortunate enough to flee. Team's competition, we have the werewolves versus the night breed. Buddy? Werewolves. Monica? The werewolves. I got to go werewolves, too, on this one. I like the night breed. Uh, They're a dangerous lot, but there's a lot of uh, night breed that just... They're, they're just dumb. They have, like, fingers coming out of their face. They can't. The wolves will tear them apart. The moonhead guy? What's the moonhead guy going to do? He got the shit end of the night breed stick. I feel bad for him. Yeah, he did. I mean, he's got some cool jewelry <laughs> and guy liner and stuff, but he's still got a fucking moon for a head. Moonhead. That's not even scary, really. It's just silly. <laughs> God. Uh, you should be wearing a shirt that says, I joined the night breed and all I got was a moonhead. <laughs> yeah. That's Moon terrible. The- <laughs> Stop doing that. <laughs> Those are your Teredo matchups for the weekend, mates and singles. It's Freddy Krueger versus Norman, Be- Norman Bates. The team's competition is the Nightbreed versus the Werewolves. Get us your vote by next week if you can. The Mental Health Hotline is area code 775-387-0275. Or get us on the regular old email at thepaddedroom2011 at hotmail.com. While you're doing that, we're going to think about uh, which movies we got to watch this week and a little segment we like to call, what are you looking at? Poo-poo. Yeah, me too. I tried to do a deep dive into one of my public domain box sets. How'd that go? Great idea, Darian. Why don't you just wad up four hours of your life, wipe your ass with it, and flush it down the toilet? I tried to do that. And keep the DVDs. (laughs) I still have them, yeah. What are you looking at? 
How about The Hearse from 1980? Love it. Mm. Sounds good. You seen it? Yeah. Really? You liked it? I loved that How movie. How did you like The Hearse? Oh my God, that's an awesome movie. You're blowing my mind right now. With yeah. starring Trish Vandeveer? That's the one where she goes to the house. Yeah. 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 Yeah, with the hearse that follows her. That yeah. is such a great supernatural movie. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, I'm going to disagree with you. <laughs> okay. Uh, I found it to be boring as shit. There are some good moments in there, but overall boring as shit. And the reason why uh-huh. I found was Trish Vandeveer. She is the most boy. You'll remember her from um, The Changeling. She played George C. Scott's pseudo love interest. Mm-hmm. She is the most boring milk toast actress in the history of <laughs> acting. I don't know how she's not even really that attractive. I don't know how she even got this any gig really, other than nailing George C. Scott. I mean, she just kind of. That's how. You know, the at the end when you find out what's behind the hearse and uh-huh. the guy comes into the house, she's like, ah. And then she goes downstairs, and he's downstairs. Ah! And then she goes around the corner, and he's around. The corner. Ah! It's just, it. I don't. I don't. I don't understand. I, was she? Was there like a, a phase in American history where we were really, really into boring, plain chicks? Because this is what we got with Trish Vandeveer, babe. Well, she if. I, when I'm picturing her in this movie, I picture the chick from uh, I Spit on Your Grave, the original. Okay. If you, yeah. if you took all of the nudity out of the movie, mm-hmm. all of the rape out of the movie, mm-hmm. basically took everything you liked out of I Spit on Your Grave um, <laughs> and replaced it with um, a school marm haircut, very baggy clothing, uh, flat dialogue but, th- but if you think about it that's kind of how the the movie chicks were in the 70s that's what i'm saying so that's i mean she somehow carved a career out of this but i just i don't get it because you watch it and you're like you are a stat you are a mannequin you are a dime store mannequin sweetie not to get off the subject but i had the same conversation with the parole officer okay everything ah. everything in the ah. 70s to me was freaking garbage the cars were all hideous they went to ugly models i agree our clothes were hideous our our haircuts were hideous i agree completely tv shows oh i agree i hate the 70s round about 1978 things start start picking up that's where you get halloween dawn of the dead yeah bell bottoms started going that shit was going away But I under, no, I feel you on that because that's what we have here. So yeah, they all looked like that. I also watched the Demon from 1979. Uh, this one felt kind of like a, a Nightmare on Elm Street precursor. Oh, yeah. The guy had like a he's like a serial killer, and there's a psychic trying to chase him down. Things get very weird. But the serial killer had like a, a work glove with like these. They weren't claws, but they were like. Um, metal shards that came out of the fingertips Oh, okay. and he was a rapist and he would there's a school teacher that he's stalking all over uh the little town there and she's seeing him pop up in various places Hmm. it's all right it's it's not bad it's not as bad lastly i watched uh cold moon from 2016 Mm -hmm. this one's pretty good you seen this one buddy Mm -mm. um almost an ensemble cast you had josh stewart Uh um christopher lloyd wow frank whaley um a pretty good show. It's a murder in a small town. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 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 murderer is a right fuckface, and the ghost of the girl he killed starts 
showing herself to pretty much everybody in the town, mm-hmm. to include her old family, who also gets murdered. Uh, the killer, who we mm-hmm. we all know who the killer is. Mm-hmm. It's very easy to figure it out. And they just kind of show it to you about halfway through the movie. Mm-hmm. It's exactly who you'd think it would be. And uh, there's some great supernatural stuff and some murder mystery stuff. And uh, Frank Whaley actually did a pretty good job as a small town sheriff, wow. which you don't really see him in. He's more of a nerdy type of an actor, type mm-hmm. of a you know yeah. squirrely little guy type of a dude. But I thought he did pretty good on this one. Mm-hmm. Monica, you've seen this one, right? Mm-hmm. What would you think? I liked it when I watched it. I liked it a lot. Good show. Uh, that's all I'm looking at this week, Monica. What do you got? Uh, not much for me either. I did check out The Hustle, the new Anne Hathaway. Mm-hmm. I've seen the uh, trailers. It looks good. <laughs> I really liked it. I think it was a knockoff of Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Yeah, that's oh, what yeah. that's what a lot of people are yeah, saying. Yeah, because in that one you had two guys and then the girl at the end. Right. Two girls and a guy at the end. All right. But it was good. Uh, I checked out the whole season of The Sinner. Season two. one? Season two. Season two. How's that? I liked it. Right on. I don't know what people are bitching about. <laughs> but, <laughs> Something to bitch about. Uh, I watched the new Dennis Quaid movie, A Dog's Journey. Okay. I'm telling you, that guy had a stroke or oh, something. Because the whole time his neck is cocked this way. And I'm like, whoever called in and said they didn't notice something was wrong with him, there is something wrong with him. That sucks. But whatever. It's you We're know. getting old, man. All of our favorite actors are dying or yeah, going the way of Val he Kilmer. He still did a good job. Oh, yeah. That too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I watched Derailed. How's that? Uh, it was absolutely horrible. Oh, okay. The only reason I watched it is because it advertised Lance Hendrickson. Right. And he <laughs> yeah. was in it for the Six first... Six minutes. Yes! That's about right. That was it. I yep. was like, where is he? 45 minutes into the movie, I'm like, I'm done watching this yeah. garbage. He's going to be the actor with the most amount of movies ever <laughs> yeah. been in. Yeah. The least amount of time. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Him and uh, Eric Roberts. Yeah, yeah. That's who I was thinking of. And the last one I watched was uh, One Remains. One Remains. Oh, my God. What is that? All? I've never even heard of that. Me either. Uh, yeah. This, <laughs> this one was like a... A woodsy type of movie, but it uh, there was another one that was really bad. Okay. Like, you don't even need to watch it. I don't plan on it. Don't. <laughs> even if I had time. Yeah, don't. Okay. Okay. And that's all I watched. Buddy, you got anything? Not this week. Work, 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 you maniac. Mm. That's all right. That's all good, man. Let's talk a little immersion therapy then. Immersion Therapy I was told there'd be boobs in this movie, and there were none, Monica. How dare you? <laughs> there How dare were you? in the sauna. There were not. They were in their bikinis. That doesn't count. Okay, we need to have this talk, apparently. <laughs> apparently, we need to have this talk again. When you tell me there's boobs in a movie, I expect to see nipples, Monica. Okay. From now on. And not protruding through the... No. <laughs> not not side boob, not under boob, nipples. You understand that? And not painted on even. Okay, and, I got it. And not dude nipples either. 
Okay, let's <laughs> keep it in our pants there, you. Yeah, those were in there. Yeah, plenty of them. Uh, I'm a big fan, however, of stupid people dying from their own stupidity. Now, yeah. uh, the unfortunate part is that in this There's movie... Somebody else's stupidity. Exactly. We're talking about uh, 274? 247. 247 degrees Fahrenheit, mm-hmm. which was last week's immersion therapy on Amazon Prime. Uh, group of kids get stuck in a uh, sauna and... Mm-hmm. Would have been fine if the one guy hadn't lost his goddamn mind and tried to wrestle the hot rocks like mm-hmm. a fucking maniac. That was hilarious. That, what are you doing, <laughs> dude? He, he was out. The best, <laughs> the best part is nobody tries to stop him. There's just a lot of screaming and ah! yeah, just <laughs> stay away from. Him. Yeah, you don't want any. Um, <sighs> I, I like that. Uh, I don't know, man. Um, I'm. I guess this was based on a true story. I know, right? Which I'm even a bigger fan of. And probably just people stuck in a sauna, and that's about it. No, yeah. but I thought on A Thousand Ways to Die, there was a story like it wasn't this. Super- I'm sure somebody yeah. at some point yeah. has died. Sauna by death. Of some- death by sauna. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Death by sauna. That's hot and not in a good way. No, no. <laughs> I wonder I wonder what like the... Well, these days, there's like a safety cutoff, right? I hope so. I think at a certain point, your sauna will just shut itself off. And... Well, remember when we were kids, they always told us don't play in a refrigerator because yeah. you can't open it. Right. Is that true? Yeah. You, really? Well, a full a full grown adult would be able to open it. Oh, okay. Because I'm like, really? If I got in my fridge no, right now? No, you could. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if, if you, I could fit my fat ass in a refrigerator. And I'm not going ever going in one of those walk-in ones, walk-in freezers like oh, in the movies. Like The Shining? Yeah, forget you. Well, I'm not going. Yeah, I mean. They could lock you in yeah, there. Yeah, you're stuck, man. You're yeah, done. I know. No Freeze way. to death. Yeah. And one didn't take me long either. No, because you weigh <laughs> 65 pounds. <laughs> 65 ounces. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What happened to Monica? Oh, draft blew through, froze her to death. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She was over there with icicles coming out of her nose. <laughs> Sitting on the like couch. This. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy. What do you got for us, man? All right. This week, let's check out 2018's The Clove Hitch Killer. It is written by Christopher Ford, directed by Duncan Skiles, stars Dylan McNermit, Charlie Plummer, Samantha Mathis, and Madison Beatty. Very cool, inmates. Check that out. We will do the same. We can compare notes next week, yeah? Mm-hmm. Right now, we got to educate Miss Monica. Educating Miss Monica. Do I have to read those clues again? Uh, Remember, you, I couldn't even read last yeah, week. Yeah, well, I, if, you, if you can decipher them, sure. Okay, let's see. Uh, <laughs> the infection was started by an accident, and it soon it soon has... See, I can't even All read right, my... All that, right, that'll do. <laughs> that, that's good, babe. That'll but do, you Monica. got it. And I'm the one giving the disclaimer about not being able to read. <laughs> right? Uh, she was rabid. The David Cronenberg classic, soon to be remade by the uh, Soska twins. I mm-hmm. know. Have you seen the trailers I yet? I have. Oh. It looks, it looks awesome. pretty fucking dope, my friends. I can't wait. I'm psyched for this one. 
And yeah. I found that weird that you brought him up after we. That's we what. Together. That's what killed you. <laughs> yeah, I it, was like, oh, about are a half hour. About a half hour after you left while I was editing, I'm like, what is she talking about? I just was just talking about fucking Cronenberg rabbit. It's rabbit. It's an infection. The truck driver of the way. All right. Yeah. I gotcha. All right, Buster Blue, hit us with your week, your clues for the week. Okay, this one should be really easy. Uh huh. <laughs> okay, clue number one: a small town where nothing is private. Two: there's a battered wife with a violent husband who could be the killer. Three: the local slut has been murdered. Four: turns out she'd been fucking a lot of men in this town. Five: supernatural powers help find her body. Six, he was wrongly convicted. Seven, will she have to die to see the killer? Eight, a lost soul saved her from the flashlight. Wow, that was a lot. Did you say flashlight? Flashlight. A lost soul, okay, saved her from the flashlight. Yes, a lost soul saved her from Mm. the flashlight. I got two... I got two possibles, but neither one of them really makes sense. Ponder that, inmates. We'll do the same. Uh, I think flash, the flashlight is what's throwing me off. Yeah, not flashlight. No. Flashlight. flashlight. <laughs> like a flashlight. Yeah, like yeah. you see in the dark type of a thing. Small time. All right. All right. Think about that. Uh, I think that's about going to do us for the week then, inmates. <clears throat> As usual, like, comment, subscribe, wherever you found this, found this uh, podcast. That helps us out a lot with visibility. If you get a chance, uh, head on over to the Psycho Bunny Death Cult, uh, uh, what do you call, website. It's psychobunnydc.com. Check out all the other shows and live feeds and everything else we got going on over there. Also, the paddedroompodcast.com. You can find our Patreon links, anything you need to know about us, any of our affiliate programs, and anything else. I'm going to put some luxurious pics of Buddy's beard up there. You're going to love it. I'm going to put some macaroni art in it. It in, got thinner. Uh, it, I think it's been shaped. Oh. Did you shape it? Yeah, it's been shaped. Oh, Very are nice. you going to braid it? That would look cool. Yeah, throw some rubber bands in it. That yeah. a boy. That a boy. <laughs> Full pirate on us. I love it. All righty, then, for the Padded Room Podcast... Miss Monica, buddy, who was two hours late, but sent pizza like a gentleman. That's right. That I and I we do appreciate that. Um, the Firefly family, weird Vitamix uh, health retreats. Mm-hmm. Australia, people that melt on the first date. Pregnant chicks that fire placentas into their fiance's mouths. And the Padded Room podcast. I'm afraid visiting hours are over. Bye. Have a great week.